Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, time's picking it up, let's go. Who the hell is he anyway, he never really talks much, never conserve his status, but still even in starstruck, humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. That many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, skill of an artist 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, Ryu had this Stupidest person, this dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire and Mike got him out the dryer. He's hot, found him in Fort Minor with top but a fucking nihilist porcupine. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. I mean, I've coached a long time. I don't remember a home game like this ever since I've been coaching, whether it's the minor leagues or whatever. I, I, we had people that paid good money to come to the game. We had people that drove far. We had people that, you know, it's basically a, 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 a filled up building. Well, he doesn't remember it from any time in his coaching and no Razorback fans remember it either because it's never happened before. Arkansas beat by 32 by Auburn in the conference opener. Not the way to start the conference season, says Captain Obvious. Arkansas led by Keon Metafield, which isn't surprising, but he was 5 of 15 and had 14 points. That was surprising. Um, Brazil had 11 on a 5 of 9 day and 10 for Tremont Mark. Our guy Devo had a rough day, over 4, and a couple of turnovers. Uh, Jalen Graham started and then went 2 for 8. But he did pull down 6 rebounds in 19 minutes and 50 seconds. Arkansas got beat up on the boards by 14. Arkansas shot it like trash. And Arkansas was not close to good enough defensively. And they got outscored in the paint by 30. 30. 48 to 18. And they also shot only 15 free throws. And they decided, well, since we're not going to shoot very many, let's not make hardly any. 8 of 15. All around, stinker. Maybe it'll be an anomaly. But there are concerns. Arkansas only had four steals in the game. Auburn only had seven turnovers. That tells you right there the defense wasn't very efficient. But you're not shocked by the turnover, right? I mean, they do have good guards. So I'm not shocked by the turnover numbers. Does Arkansas have to turn the other team over to win? Yeah. Okay, well, then they're going to be in trouble. At least with this team. (laughs) Uh, Maybe bad matchup. We'll find out going forward. Very disappointing. Uh, As bad as the men's program uh, was this weekend... Women's program was that much better. Georgia beat Texas A&M. I bet you guys didn't know that. Georgia nah. beat Texas A&M in the opener of SEC play. Then they came to Bud Walton Arena and lost by 40. My well, neighbors. Was pretty popular in Bud Walton this weekend. Listen, that's how you bounce back from a loss to Kentucky. You shoot the heck out of it and you win by 40. 
three. The final. Arkansas improves to 13 and four overall after losing by 10 to Kentucky in the opener on Thursday. Uh, 14 three pointers made. They forced 20 turnovers, had 12 steals, and out rebounded Georgia 51. Out rebounded, you heard me. Georgia 51 to 40. Way to go, Mike Neighbors and company. That's how you do it. Well done. And uh, some news over the weekend in the world of recruiting. Arkansas signed a few guys. Three transfers uh, coming in. And I don't know if maybe some of this was happening Friday before we went off the air. I can't remember. I think one. The uh, defensive back from South Alabama. Yeah, Marquise Robinson. And then the Utah running back. I don't know if you watched any of his tape. Mm -hmm. I didn't know much about him. He had a good year. Almost 800 800, yards. Jaquindon Jackson. I don't know that Arkansas has a great need of running back, but this kid, and one of the videos I saw showed him blocking in the pass game, which made me real happy. Yeah. Helped protect that quarterback. And then a defensive lineman from Albany, a team that was really good, went deep in the playoffs. That's where Poffenberger's brother was playing quarterback, you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Anton Junkaj, or Junkaj, or Junka. I don't know how you pronounce his name. J-U-N-C-A-J. How many names can you uh, recall that have a J at the end? Not a lot. Probably I, have to be from the Eastern Block or something. Imagine. I went on the, the old internet Friday night to see how to uh, pronounce his name. Okay. There were three different pronunciations. Oh, okay. So good. I was like, this doesn't help me. help me here. Okay. So I called uh, uh, Richard, Richard, and I was like, hey, how does he pronounce his name? He's like, I don't know. I didn't ask him. <laughs> he, I don't have to say his name. I have good to point. type his name. Good I'm point. like, ugh. Well, let's get him on sometime soon, and we'll ask him. He had 55 tackles, 21 and a half tackles for loss this year with 15 sacks this year and three deflected passes. He also forced five fumbles. He was a first-team All-American in the FCS. That's pretty dumb. He led the FCS in sacks. And say what you want about lower level, we've seen some pretty good guys move up and be okay. Uh, I was pretty intrigued by those numbers. Pretty impressive. I thought immediately of David Walker at UCA. Yeah, We've watched him play a lot. You think David Walker could play at Arkansas? 100%. Me too. How about Arkansas's receivers that moved up this year and played a key role? So I I think it's, it's at at very least, you know, he provides depth. But what if you uh, found a little diamond? I'd be surprised if he didn't play. Um, And then a couple of former Hogs have found a new home. Malik Chavis is going to UNLV to play for Barry Odom. And Jalen Catalan and his brittle shoulders also traveling from Texas to UNLV. Wishing both those guys yeah. the best. But, uh, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Maybe Catalan finally can find a home where he can... I mean, it's not like he hasn't had success. I mean... He played well for Texas when he was available. Right. And that's been... He played well for Arkansas when he was when available. He was available. Yeah. So, uh, anything else from the world of... Uh, Razorbacks? Yeah. Perfect game. I think we mentioned it Friday. Perfect game. Has Arkansas baseball number two in the country? I think you told us. I don't think we ever mentioned it on the air, but we meant to. So my apologies for that. That's good. No, very good. High and expectations. And what's baseball is 40. You see, it was 42 days away from last Sat Friday. So 41, 40, 39 days away. I think that's right. Put it on the big board. Okay. You can erase that. Start it. counting it down. We yes. got it now to make sure your face is seen on camera. Yep. Thank okay. you. You can erase that message from uh, has-beens. On the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, got a ton of feedback here. Muss's previous teams have started non-conference 11 and 1, 8 and 0, 10 and 2, 11 and 1. More than enough cushion to take the brunt from a slow SEC start. Can only afford four more regular season conference losses to guarantee a big shot at the dance. I totally disagree with that. That would mean you would go 13 and 5. You go 13 and 5, you win the SEC and you are probably like a top 4 5G. seed. Yes. I think if you win 9 games, you can I I was what I was about to say. You go 9 and 9 in the SEC with this year's SEC, you'll get into the tournament 10 and 8 for sure. So there's no need to say that they have can only lose one more game. That is just nine not games, correct. You'd probably be like an 8 seed or does something. There, but, uh, is there any T ranking Improve if those other teams do what we think they'll do in their yeah, conference yeah, schedule. Yeah. It's already. Uh, for example, there was one team that won and moved. Up. It was Stanford. Stanford. Stanford moved up to a quad two victory. They lost but, to USC this weekend. Okay. All right. I'll be cautiously optimistic for you guys if you want me to. Um, but I got to see a huge turnaround. I think this is the. And you may argue, but I think this is the biggest reclamation project since he's been there. I think so as well. Hey Wes, thank you for uh, backing the team against Naysayer Acre. 
<laughs> I'm not concerned. I'm not convinced by Wes's sunshine, Rick Schaefer impression. So Sometimes. we're on both sides here. Two seasons ago, we started conference late, uh, losing to Alabama and Missouri by 21 points per game. We still got it together and made the Elite Eight. Wes is correct. There's no need to say the sky is falling. That's from Just Chuck. Sometimes you got to let a naysayer know. Laughing out loud. Muss's teams do this every year, and we say the same thing every year. They look awful, and then they go on to an Elite Eight, Sweet 16. They have the elite talent, and Muss will turn them around. Bruce Pearl said this is one of the most talented teams Auburn will play all year. And remember, we have beaten Duke and Purdue. Is he going to say this is exhibition. one of the worst teams we're going to play on? No, he's not going to say that. <laughs> uh, I would like to say that I have not been a naysayer once in the past. Until now. I have been a confident supporter of Muss, and I'm watched. Again, there's an eye test there. I'm not saying I'm something like watching a different game than you are, or I know more than you do. I don't. But I just think it's a little more discombobulated than in the past, and I'm concerned more than I have been in the past. That doesn't mean they won't figure it out. But if I was going to bet, I wouldn't bet on them. This team does not have it when it comes to defense, so put your pride away and play a zone. Most of the points are coming from the lane. Straight line drives are killing us. Rebounds are killing us. Play a zone at least some of the time, but Moss has too much pride to do that. Yeah. He's a, he's a man-to-man guy, Wes. You've asked him <laughs> about it before. I mean, you might as well bring Connor Vanover back if you're going to play zone, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I got a note here from Jason on Twitter, which I thought was interesting. He said, the defense has been bad. The offense has been bad. This is what the ESPN Analytics thinks will happen in the next eight games for the Hogs. I don't think we're going to make the tournament. They'd need to get to 12 conference wins or win the SEC tournament. I don't think they need 12 conference wins either. I don't think either will happen. I don't think this team has any heart or a winning mentality. He sent me this, and I haven't confirmed it, but I'll go off what he sent me because I don't know why you'd go to all the trouble making a spreadsheet from Excel (laughs) without looking it up. But... These are the predictions from ESPN. At Georgia loss, at Florida loss, A&M loss, South Carolina win, at Ole Miss loss, Kentucky loss. By the way, Ole Miss got obliterated at Tennessee mm-hmm. this weekend. And, t- and A&M loss at home against LSU. So we start out 0-4? Is that what you're telling me? At Missouri loss, at LSU loss. Hmm. So that means they would be 1-8 uh, and eight after 9. Then we'd all be concerned, okay? I'll be concerned. (laughs) That's nice of you. Okay, that's big of you, Wes, to admit it. I don't think they're going to start that badly, though. But anyway. All right, we're going to try this one more time. David, if this doesn't work, by God, we're going to just fly you down here and let you talk from the studio. What's up? Hey, I could do it. I could fill in for the preacher. Uh, Let me tell you, uh, the uh, basketball team... uh, I don't. This is this is just mind-boggling with all these good players. But I, I believe he brought in too many scores and not enough. To- mm-hmm. Got to be faster. Yeah, you really do. I was thinking it. I was like, buddy, yeah, come on. You got to be quick. Yeah, you can't. That's a shame. Um, Justin, Wes, yes. the game changed when Devo entered the game. Does he have dirt on Muss? He did not start. He was late for a team meeting, and so he was benched. Okay, for like two minutes, three you, minutes. I didn't hear. Was it meeting? I heard team function of some sort. When I heard that, I thought, "Oh, damn!" Did we cause him to be late for practice? Because when he came on with us the other day, he said, "I got to get to practice in ten minutes." I assumed he was already at the practice facility talking yeah. to us from another room. But I hope that wasn't an issue for him. I'm assuming it wasn't, but that was the first thing that crossed my mind when I heard that. I was like, oh, no. I did not think that. Oh. <laughs> well, he's going to say, guys, got to go. Yeah. Got to go. That's right. Logan from Cersei, remember after the Purdue game, all we were talking about was the possibility of them going completely undefeated? <clears throat> that was me. <clears throat> that was my bad. Just thought about that. That's because I have that much faith in Muss. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. Maybe they can go undefeated the rest of the way. No, they can't. And they won't. I'm not even sure they can go undefeated this week. Dude, if they go 2-0 this week, that's huge. Yeah, would be. Two road wins? Yeah. And it would completely change the attitude of the entire state and you. If they beat Georgia and Florida on the road. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. They're back, baby! I think you really need to beat Georgia. You really need to. Yeah, because you're not. You're gonna have a tough time with Florida's Florida. Florida's gonna be tough. Yeah, Florida's gonna be. A they tough. got a bunch of size. Florida ended up losing that game at the end the other they day. They did, yeah. 
It was a close game. They had a four-point lead, lost the lead, back and forth, back and forth to the end, and Kentucky pulled it out. Mm. Fan opinion. Physical guard play and defensive rebounding is going to be a necessity in the SEC to compete. Razorback basketball is a very non-physical, swing-scoring current players. Okay. Yeah. Arkansas is not physical. That's the gist of that. Okay. Right now, I'll give you that. I think they can be physical at the guard play. Good. Devo, Mark. Mm-hmm. Not sure about battle. What about? Yeah, I was just say. What about uh, blocker? Uh, Ellis when he's in there. Mm. No, <laughs> that's been one of his issues. Uh, Minifield's quick. He's not big though. No, he's, he's not, not gonna be physical. He's no. like six one, one sixty. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, early in the game, man. He was all they had for a while. He was he was flying around yeah. making threes. Had a couple of really good assists. One on a a lob to Brazil. Was happy to see Brazil attack the basket like that instead of running out to the three point line. Well, the guards aren't the issue when it comes to the toughness and the rebounding. I mean, that's not who I'm relying on heavily. I need no. need some more presence inside. Yeah. I don't know. What else you got? Hey, Wes, ask Justin who the Saints play this week. Don't you bite my ass. Okay. By the way, did you see the end of the Saints game? Yeah. So, we've had a couple of incidents this season where guys go rogue. Jair Alexander, as a defensive back, ran out and was a captain, self-appointed, and also called the toss and almost cost him the ball uh, against Carolina. Not that it would have mattered. It's Carolina. By the way, jockstrapped to them. They didn't. I mean, they they got a chance to make it interesting the other day, yesterday, and they are going into the end zone, dive for it, and they lose the ball, and it goes into the end zone. Now, I won't complain about the rule that should be changed, <laughs> yeah, because Tampa Bay did recover it in the end zone, so that was fine. It didn't go through the end zone. Okay, but still, idiots. But it did it did shore up my lock of the week. I was really battling against myself because I really felt like there's no way Tampa can't cover five and a half. Baker Mayfield's ribs or not, mm. and they covered it, but it wasn't easy. Anyway. Phil go fest. Yeah. Ugh. Listen, who's going to make it less ugly this week, Philly or or Tampa? I don't know. If Baker Mayfield gets back close to healthy, that's going to be a tough out. Yeah, because they can throw. They have the receivers to attack Philly's defense, that secondary, and that's been an issue for them. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown, I did read, was uh, greeting the team and the coaches in the locker room without crutches or a brace on afterwards. So they felt like that was very encouraging. The end of the game, if you missed it, the uh, going back to the Jair Alexander concept is the Saints were up big on the Falcons, just absolutely obliterated them. And by the way, um, Atlanta's fired their coach, so I don't want to beat up Arthur Blank. Oh, they did. Yeah, they fired him this morning. Arthur I don't, Smith. Arthur Smith. Excuse me. Blank is Arthur the Blank's owner. The owner. Yeah, that looks like him Arthur up. Smith. Um, he is just a dopey looking idiot, right? I mean, he's just a goof. You know, his dad's like the FedEx president, right? Is that right? Yeah, like his dad founded FedEx. That's good. Well, then he'll be all right yeah, for money. Okay, that's good, because I don't think he'll ever be a head coach in the NFL again. He made Bijan Robinson very average this year, and that dude's a freak. Yeah. I watched him. He looks like he's lost a bit of weight from when he was at Texas. He looked phenomenal yesterday. They have weapons. Well, the that, tight end, Pitts. Yep. They've drafted three offensive players in the top ten the Drake last London, three years. Pitts yep. and Bijan. Yep. Yep. Who's the receiver? Drake London. I don't know him. He's where's, pretty good. He where's he from? USC. Okay, that's why. Um... Yeah, we had uh, Brian Edwards on, and I was like, this, Val- this Falcons team is like the 2016 Warriors, except for they didn't run their offense through Steph Curry. They ran it through Festus Azili. Yeah. They just decided to just run it was very weird. offense. I don't know how you – yeah, I think Bijan had four touchdowns rushing, four receiving. He should have had about 100 more touches this year, <laughs> if not more. Anyway, they get it down in the tight red zone. They line up in victory formation, and then they decide to hand it off to their running back who hasn't scored a touchdown all year, the guy that came in from Detroit. And he had a good oh, game. They were Williams. playing Jamal Williams. Yeah, and they were playing great without Alan Kamara did not play yesterday, by the way. And so they went rogue. They decided to get a touchdown, even though the play called was to take a knee. So after the game, understandably, Smith was not happy and he let the Saints head coach hear about it. Career. Oh, and Arthur Smith's hot that Dennis Allen scored a touchdown at the end. He is hot. He said, What are you doing? And he's going at Dennis Allen. You can read his lips, and you know. And I think he's got a right, by the way, to do that. But he apologized. Uh, Dennis Allen did after the game and said, hey, you know, I'm sorry to the coach. And the, yeah. but, but, I mean, 
you got to find or suspend some dudes, right? Like, if we call in a play, and here's the other thing for Jamal Williams, unless you have an incentive that's like a hundred grand to yeah. score a touchdown, there is no excuse from a competitor's standpoint to score there at the end of the game, especially out of the victory formation. I'm embarrassed as a Saints fan. Doesn't doesn't that make you question how much the team respects their head coach, Dennis Allen? That's exactly what I thought. And he's already on thin ice. Because that roster... Here's the thing. The last four weeks, they played like a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying blowing out a bad Atlanta team is impressive. I'm not even saying beating the Bucks as handily as they did in their last meeting was that impressive. But they are playing like a playoff team. Carr is finally dealing. And they found their best weapons. And they did it yesterday without Camaro, which is impressive. They're protecting better. They're making plays. I think they've used Taysom Hill brilliantly the last few weeks. Their defense has been solid all year, especially their run defense. Mm-hmm. So... It's too bad that they missed out because they're finally playing like a playoff team. They're trending in the right direction. They just missed. And, like, they needed help from the Bears, and they needed help from the Cardinals. But they have nobody to blame but themselves. Yeah, they had some bad losses throughout the year. They shouldn't have lost some of those games. There were plenty of incentives. I would have liked to have seen a list. I didn't look it up. You told me that... Oh, yeah, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Tennessee. He got his two of his, the three incentives that you mentioned. He didn't get the touchdowns he needed, but he got the catches and yards Good. for $250,000. Awesome. Chris Jones, the defensive lineman from the Chiefs, got his sack or half a sack mm-hmm. or whatever. $1.25 million, and I saw the whole team celebrating with him. There was somebody else. Cleveland that, Browns uh, defensive end got the sack right before the end of the Garrett? half. Garrett? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think he played the second half against the Steelers. Who was it? That somebody scored twice yesterday, and they needed that to get a huge incentive, and he ran into the end zone acting like he was <laughs> counting his money. can't remember who it was, but he had scored two Steelers. touchdowns. No. He had scored two touchdowns yesterday, and I can't remember who it was, but that was cool. There were a lot of incentives gained yesterday. And I would think, like, if you're the head coach, does the GM or the president or the the owner call down and go, look, man, help me out here? Obviously not. They're excited. No. The coaching staff, like, yeah. they're trying to get these dudes their incentives. Clearly. Yeah. I'm sure the player would probably resent the organization if they set them out when they were close And to his teammates would, too. But yeah. they also don't have to feed you. Like, if yeah. you're normally a guy that they target four times a game, we don't have to target you 16 times this Saturday or Sunday on a game that doesn't matter. But why not, I guess? The Texans' Dalton Schultz needed seven catches yesterday to get one of his incentives. And? Six. Oh, man. They tried? They tried. That's an effort. Larry. Quickly. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, um, I, I know I'm frustrated, like all the other race wreck fans out there, and and, I, and I'm just going to put it like this: I'm tired of being told how great these recruits are, how this supposed to be this best recruiting class, bringing all these transfers, best in race back history. This is better than the '94 championship team. No. Do not be giving us no more of that BS anymore. Just be straight with us. Tell us how, how how bad these players really are so that way we can actually have our expectations accordingly. Don't not, do not be giving us, oh, there's, this is the number one class and all this, so they should be going on a national championship. This team this team is horrible. It, it is the same, same crap with the football team, and I'm tired of it. I want them just to be real. Don't don't be out there telling us how great these recruits are, and then they come up being a bunch of flops. So I'm only going with that, guys. Just be real. Yeah, Larry, I'm going to say this a couple things. First of all, let's just also say that Muss has done a great job in evaluating talent and bringing in a good collection of players and finding a way to make all the puzzle pieces fit. So let's not overreact to the way they do things because it's worked awfully darn well the last few seasons. But like somebody pointed out on the internet, I told you this earlier. You're you're entitled to a miss once in a while, and when you do this, there will be an occasional year where you miss. There were years where Kentucky was winning a national title, and the next year they were barely making the the postseason or missing it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like it's unprecedented, and I'm not shocked. I mean, there is an opportunity or an occasion rather where you're going to miss on your collection of players. I would also say there were certainly chasing Hunter Dickinson like everybody else was right, and yesterday he went off for thirty or over the weekend, went off for 30 and hit the game winner in a, in a close game against TCU. How much of a difference would he make on this team? You Big also guy. were trying to get Ron Holland, who ended up going to the G League Ignite. Yep. He would have made a different difference defensively on yeah. this team. 
So, and as far as football goes, I mean, I, and also, I would also say, I, I don't know who you've been talking to that said this is going to be better than the national championship team, but I certainly haven't heard anybody say that about this collection of players. And heard of a best recruiting class now we, in the country either. We did Except for baseball. This, they this had a top portal class. Team. We did hear that. It's a good portal class. Yeah. It was one of the best portal oh, yeah. classes brought in, right? They beat yeah. a lot of teams for battle and mark. And, in the I mean, Metafield was an all-freshman Pac-12 player, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these are good players, but sometimes it just doesn't just fit. Not meshing right Sometimes now. you're less than the sum of your parts yeah. instead of more than the sum of your parts. I think that's what's happening right now so far. Oh, by the way, it was Clowney that got the half sack ah. against the Ravens. Okay. And got the bonus. Um, listen, our friends out at Guatney Chevrolet are here to receive you. Get your 2024 started off right and get out there and visit with them. When I stopped in the other day and we met the employees of the month, they had like five tracks, I believe, on site. And I had not seen, I don't think, the new body style. It is an incredible looking car. It is truly like a crossover between a sedan and an SUV. It is a really good looking car. And James said they can't keep them alive. I mean, they're, they're starting new at just over twenty grand. And I think loaded out there like a 26 maybe. So it's a great value. And if you got a young driver especially, nice, safe car, brand new, and you got warranty and everything else, or if you need a new vehicle, we were just talking to one of our uh, colleagues here. That's a great, great car. You can squeeze a family of four in there very comfortably. you got room in the back as well. And uh, great gas mileage too. So just one of the many options there. Of course, if you want the big trucks, Silverados, or the bigger SUVs like Equinox or uh, any of the other options, Traverse, they got you covered. Still offering great financing on some vehicles under 2%. And I've heard a lot of people complaining about uh, rates around at other dealerships. But certainly, Guatney Chevrolet going to get you the best that they can. And if you need trade-in value, they are here to help at Guatney Chevrolet. Go by and see our friends out there. And regardless of what kind of vehicle you're looking for, they got you straightened down. they got a couple of Corvettes on site, too. I believe a white one inside, and they had a, a nice black one that was used that was out on the lot that I noticed the other day when we were out there shooting our... Uh, stuff with the employees of the month. So lots of good options. It's always a great place to buy. And great service department as well. GuadagnesChevrolet.com. Go out and see him at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Jason Milligan is going to join us on the other side from Oaklawn. And we're going to talk to him about the issues with the uh, conditions yesterday at Oaklawn. I'll put it that way. And we'll get his thoughts on what's happening and what the fix is. they got a big week of racing coming up, including a stakes race this weekend. So we'll talk to him about that. And I was going to hit Randy real quick, but he already hung up. So, there you go. We'll be back in a sec. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. Sports Center. Yesterday, the playoffs in the NFL were set. We will start with the AFC, where the Ravens got the number one seed and will await the winner of the fifth seed of Browns and the fourth seed of Texans. The Bills grabbed the second seed and will face the seventh seed of Steelers in the wild card. Then the Chiefs are the third seed and will take on the sixth seed of Dolphins. In the NFC, the 49ers got the one seed and will await the winner of the fourth seed of Buccaneers and the fifth seed of Eagles. Cowboys got the two seed and will take on the seventh seed of Packers. And the third seed of Wines will face the sixth seed of Rams. And the college football playoff national championship between Michigan. Michigan and Washington is tonight. Kickoff is set for 6.30. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Join in progress at 8. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, but try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Well, we wrap up 2023 now you got to start making those goals for 2024 how about starting with ending your joint pain everybody it's rj hawk don't go another year compromising because that joint pain in your knees your back or your shoulders or maybe from an old injury you need to call qc kinetics now they are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief and you heard me right non-surgical they don't do drugs they don't do surgery 
And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, milk and cookies, lock and key, and of course, the Zone and the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Now, let's get into the show with Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Feeling good. Feeling good. Body feels good. Um, you know, some stuff to clean up that first half. Turned the ball over too many times. But what a, what a resilient group. Um, so proud of our guys, man. They, they battled their tails off. Hardy making a huge play in the game for us. And then, uh, you know, those final final couple drives, I feel like we found a groove on the offensive side of the ball. I feel like I was the ball was coming out of the, my hands the best all year. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, but, again, just got to be smarter with the ball. A couple of turnovers, actually three by Josh Allen, a fumble and two interceptions. But in spite of that, luckily they got a couple picks from Tua also, the Bills claim the AFC East and are going to be home to start the playoffs. Playoffs. And they will be a big-time factor, we believe, in the big scheme of things in the postseason. You can wager on the Bills and everybody else playing Wild Card Weekend at Oaklawn. And we'll go through some of those lines with Zach a little bit later on. He's also got a full list of prop bets. Let me try to text him. Got a full list of prop bets for the championship game tonight as well. Right now we're trying to run down Jason Milligan, who's the vice president of racing at Oakland, get his uh, explanation on what happened this weekend, and we'll try to text him and get him on. But I'm sure he's very, very busy as they are getting ready for another busy week of racing. Jim Harbaugh. I got some news. Yes, go ahead. Well, that'll lead into what you were about to do. The line has gone up at Oakland. It was at five this morning. Oh, or is it's it five. Now? Okay, it was yep. four and a half last night. It is now five. Uh, Michigan favored by five. Over and under is fifty-six. The money certainly nationally, and I've seen or heard uh, some places have it at five and a half. So certainly, folks are loading up on Michigan for whatever reason. Hmm. I may add a little bit more. I've got Washington plus four and a half. I've got Washington outright, and I got Washington scoring over twenty-five and a half points as a team total. Hmm. I'll be curious to see what Penix's passing yards are. I wonder what sacks are. I wonder what Quorum's touchdowns are. Didn't you have Zach and he mentioned it on your show? I thought I heard this. We it, did talk Penix about a couple was like things. Three eighty? No. I thought it was something crazy because he threw for four hundred in the semifinal game. Yeah, he ain't throwing for four hundred tonight. Although, if, if he, he does, does they're gonna I'm looking good, right? I'll give you that. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh on the relationship with his team. It's been a wild year, certainly for Michigan, and they found a way to win every game. Actually, let's hold off on that. We'll get to Jim here in a second. Uh, we'll list, We'll hear from Coach Harbaugh. Don't let me forget this. Harbaugh, game balls and jock straps. last segment of this hour. Last hour at 12.30, we'll talk to Zach. Right now, Jason Milligan, the vice president of racing at Oakland, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Jason, how are you? I'm good, Justin. How are you today? I'm okay. I was uh, disappointed about uh, things yesterday, and I'm sure you were much more so than I was. But uh, had some issues from a weather standpoint that caused the racing to stop after one, and I'm, that's I don't know if that's unprecedented, but it certainly is not very common, fortunately. But uh, what what happened yesterday? What was the issue? Um, we, we just had some uh, minor things we had to take care of, but the good news is horses were training on the racetrack this morning at the normal time, so we're looking forward to next weekend. So back to normal for the most part? You guys were able to fix up what was the issue? Yes, we we were. In fact, I, I just got the uh, morning work tab, 
and I'm trying to open that up. Because I, I know that the track was very busy this morning mm-hmm. when, we, when we opened. So, in fact, yeah, we had 116 horses worked this morning. <laughs> okay. So, so everything is uh, moving forward. I like that. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. No, so anyway, like I said, so yeah, like I said, we're uh, you know looking forward to the Mockingbird this weekend, and then uh, you know January 27th, our first uh, real focus. We really start getting focused on Arkansas Derby with the uh, horses running in the Southwest Stakes on January 27th. So, like I said, we're we're moving forward. No doubt about it. Um, give me kind of your evaluation to this point in the season. You've been happy with the way things have gone for the most part. I think everyone everyone's really happy. Uh, you know, we're averaging. 10 horses a race, which is huge for, for uh, the industry. Uh, our purses have gone up, and the handle's been up. So uh, we, we're in a really good position, and uh, like I said, we're just uh, keep moving forward. But uh, Pat Pope, the racing office, Milana Ersig with simulcast, and, and uh, the program sales have all, all been great this year. We were talking on Saturday on Oakland Race Day about the tight race with the jockeys. It's been a, a good battle in the early going, and Christian Torres, part of that mix, claiming the Smarty Jones Stakes, the first Kentucky Derby points race, with Brad Cox as the trainer for catching freedom. And I imagine the the guess would be that they'll wheel back around for the Southwest as part of that field? You know, you never know with Brad. It, that's always a possibility, but you also never know what else Brad has in mind. You know, he's kind of... A, got his game plan laid out for you know the next four months pretty much like what horses he's pointing to what races uh but i do believe that catching freedom will be back for the southwest i thought he was very impressive uh in 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 the smarty jones stakes but i also think that uh steve ashman may have a, a say so come for the southwest as well yeah he usually does yes he does <laughs> were these races just lost or can you make them up later on uh we will try to bring them back through, like like we're entering. So a couple of those races we'll try to bring back for, for next Sunday. Obviously, you can't bring them all back, but we will do our best because what you run into is the way the condition books are laid out, the way horses are entered. Then you start running the same race too close to each other. Mm-hmm. So, so you kind of really have to be disciplined and. Because you don't want to have, you know, six horses going in the race, say, Sunday, and then the other six going to race two weeks now, because then that hurts your, your field size. Are you concerned at all about the, the issues at the track, or do you feel like it is done with, the problem has been solved? Like I said, we feel like the issue is done with, and we are moving forward. I like it. Talking to Jason Milligan, the VP of Racing at Oakland, if you're just tuning in. Uh, Southwest is later this month, and then what is our uh, what's our Rebel Stakes date? Uh, February twenty fourth, okay. I believe. All right, and then it'll yes, be... February twenty fourth. Then and then we go to Arkansas Derby on March thirtieth. Okay, very good. All right, Jason. Anything else we need to hit on? No, I think we got we've got everything covered. Like I said, we're uh, you know just. Uh, Always looking out for the safety of all the athletes, equine and human. No doubt, absolutely. So that's that's what we you know. That's what that's what we want to focus on going forward. Safety first, my friend. Always. That's good. I appreciate uh, you. And, always. Yep. We will talk to you soon. Thank you very much. We'll see that's, you down there soon. Thank you. See you. All right. That's Jason Milligan down at Oakland, and we'll hit a break. Come back and game balls and jock straps and a little Jim Harbaugh for you on the other side as well. Get his thoughts on uh, this game tonight and his team's season. Michael Penix uh, is minus 113 over 301.5 yards. 301.5 minus 113. You can move it up to plus 143 324.5. You can go to plus 240 uh, for 349.5 yards. I'm going to be surprised if he throws for 300 yards. Really? Yeah. I think that's the only way Washington has a chance. Yeah. I looked, I was looking at this uh, touchdown passes over two and a half touchdown passes for Penix. You get plus two hundred over two and a half. Yeah, it's not bad. No, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. What's the status on their running back? He's done, right? Do they run the ball? I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. To ask about, but they that. had they played several in that game. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to hit a break, come back, and we'll do that when we return. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Rates as low as 3.99% on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Now listen to me now. Offer valid through January 31st only. Get approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Guys, it's a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T-Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more, I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hear that? The sound of adorable little birds in your garden. And if you were here, you'd taste the two sweet but tiny tomatoes you grew all by yourself. But you're not here. Because your self-care happens when you're riding your motorcycle, protected by Progressive, on your way to the store for a pack of normal-sized tomatoes. So if you ride, switch to Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer, without getting your hands dirty. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates not available in all states. Queen Grovey gets in the zone each week, courtesy of Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man, Bell & Sword. Eat My Catfish, your favorite place for po'boys, shrimp, chicken, crawfish, and so much more, including, of course, catfish, is back open for business in the Breckenridge Village Shopping Center starting Tuesday. And you're invited to help celebrate the grand reopening as the Zone broadcasts live from there starting at 10. There'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, and giveaways, as well as a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. The official reopening for Eat My Catfish at Breckenridge with the Zone and 103.7 The the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn is giving you a chance to win some exciting door prizes. Listen for the Big Buck Sounder for your cue to call in and qualify to win a Hunter's Refuge Browning A-Bolt Rifle, a $1,000 gift certificate from Hunter's Refuge, or an Arkansas Game and Fish Lifetime Hunting License. The Arkansas Big Buck Classic, January 26th through the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, and Outlaw Beer. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone. It's a, it's a relationship uh, special with everybody. You know, seniors, fifth-year guys. We got a Mike Barrett, who's you know, six-year OG. You know, he's been there uh, for so long, and um, you know, freshmen that have contributed, uh, been been a part of it, whether they're playing on the field or not. I mean, just great to be around them too. Um, and 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 guys that have transferred in have been tremendous. You know, so it's. It's a it's a tremendous relationship with with every single guy on the team and and coaches you know very very united front um, you know just unanimous support unconditional um, and and what they do for the team which is you know just about anything and everything that's within their talent and uh, you just admire and respect it and uh, just a blast just a blast I mean if I could talk to talk about you know just going to work every day with JJ McCarthy and uh, you know it's a blast. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, um, so many things uh, have to go right. And I congratulate Washington, um, undefeated, taking on all comers. You know, I can see why why they've won all their games. I mean, they're an outstanding, thorough, solid football team in every way. they got a quarterback that has the it factor. 
Um, so do we. You know, there, there's we we got a quarterback with the it factor, um, and a and a really really good team in all phases. Um, you know, just what it makes it so exciting to be playing in this game. I feel like you know if you're going to be the best, then then you got to beat the best. And we uh, we look at Washington as as uh, as a great football team. But I mean anything that um, any I mean obstacles over overcoming thing. Yeah, we've we've done a lot of that. But I mean sometimes the obstacles are the way. You know um, and. It's just been fun. It's just been describing going to work every day and being around a guy like J.J. McCarthy. Um, it's a blast. Being around a guy like Blake Corum, I mean, it is inspirational. Being around a guy like Junior Colston, um, also inspirational. You know, if he can do it with really one half a hand, he's got a half a hand. Most people got two. He's playing with a half a hand out there. and. Um, had 10 tackles last week. I mean, if he can do it, then hey, I can do it. You know, I can, uh, I can be, uh, I can be resilient. I can be, uh, be, uh, you know, give it my very best. Mike Samaras still, um, you know, guys at the level of, I take great inspiration. Donovan Edwards, his personality, it's a blast to be around him, to go to practice and work every day. Um, so maybe it all sounds. Uh, however it sounds, but I'm having a blast. Jim Harbaugh is one of a kind. Team looking to get uh, another win and stay perfect on the season, and Washington trying to do the same. And we just checked it in the break. The latest reports, this is a quote. Dylan Johnson is, quote, all good. He said he's ready to rock and roll tonight. The 1,000-yard rusher for Washington. Mississippi State transfer. 11-62 and 16 touchdowns. Went for 152 and two TDs in the Pac-12 championship game and got hurt in the game against Texas, but says he's ready to roll. Had two touchdowns against Texas. Also, so four touchdowns the last two games. So he is key figure. And uh, he says he's good to go. So that'll be good for them. I think we've got a great battle tonight against the two best teams, between the two best teams in America. Yes, Georgia fans, I can hear you. Penix only had two touchdowns against Texas. That surprised me. I felt like he had more. So I don't know if I love that over-under bet as much. Uh, champs and chumps from the weekend. I'm going to give a champ to... Game balls and jockstraps. Game balls and jockstraps. Thank you very much, Christian. My bad. That's why you're here. appreciate you keeping me on the straight and narrow. Game balls and jockstraps are brought to you by a Caddy's Touch Landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. I gotta give a jockstrap to Arkansas. As much as I don't want to, the men. The women get a game ball for their performance in a 40-point victory over Georgia. I'll give a game ball to Hunter Dickinson, who could have been a hog, but decided to become a Jayhawk. And he saved their bacon in a game against TCU, hitting the game winner with under five seconds to play and scoring 30 in the victory. And I will give a game ball to the Central Arkansas men, who are 10-point dogs on the road at North Alabama this weekend. And... Although they blew a 23-point second-half lead, down to one. They pulled out a victory in their A-Sun opener. Way to go, fellas. And the Sugar Bears won as well. So happy to see what Coach Kemper's doing for the women's program, too. They look rejuvenated, and he has uh, added some key pieces, and they're doing a heck of a nice job up there. They already have more wins this year than they did last year in all. Pretty good. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Game ball to the Buffalo Bills. They were 6-6 six and six five weeks ago. They have won five straight games. They're 11-6 and six in the AFC East champions. What a turnaround for this team. My uh, jockstrap goes to Matt Prater, the field goal kicker for the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's in control of that game. They're up seven. Drive down. He attempts a 43-yard field goal. He had not missed inside 50 yards all season. In fact, he'd only missed one field goal all season. He shanked that one to the right. Seattle goes down, scores, gets a two-point conversion. They take a one-point lead. Arizona drives right down the field. Game-winning field goal, no time left. Prater shanks that one, misses it. Misses two field goals in the span of five minutes in real time. And he had missed one all year. 
and that cost me a three-leg parlay on two different occasions. They have their own pick, right? Yes, he uh, he is now a legend with Arizona fans because him missing those two field goals means they will keep the number four pick. Yeah. And there was a lot of speculation on Twitter. He got the call from the GM saying, miss Shank these it. kicks. <laughs> and they were shanks. They were ugly. I'm like, did you try to miss that? And now I'm wondering, did you try to miss that? I doubt it, but yeah. yeah I don't believe in that, but it is a bummer for you, and it wasn't... It didn't end up mattering for me because the Bears had already lost at that point to the Packers, so they were Saints were out. But anyway, we all look towards next season now, except for you. At least you got the Cowboys, and they got a real legitimate shot to make a run. So we'll see. How about a Cowboys Niners? Is that possible? Cowboys Niners NFC NFC Championship? Is it work out that way? Yeah. Okay. If they keep winning with the one seed and two seed, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see unless the Forty Niners lose, and then the Cowboys can host the NFC Championship game at home. I don't think that's likely. But that'll be a fun matchup if it happens. Yeah, I don't even know who wins out of Tampa, Philadelphia. And I don't see either one of those teams going to San Fran and winning. Nope, I agree with that 100%. Uh, I'm going to give a game ball to Josh Harris and the Washington management for finally cleaning house over there and getting rid of Ron and company. Uh, I don't know what the future holds, but at least there's reason for optimism because we don't have Dan Snyder anymore. So that's nice. Uh, I'm going to give a game ball to Victor Wimbenyama. He has five games of 20-plus points and four-plus blocks in less than 26 minutes. I know that's an obscure stat, but it's the most in NBA history. That is a very obscure stat. Um, over his last five, he's averaging 23 points and four and a half blocks. Jock straps. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Panthers. I think uh, they have bad ownership yet again. They got rid of their owner a few years ago for this one. After did he make racial comments? I think there's for who? Carolina, Carolina. Panthers. Why did they get rid of their owner? I don't I remember. What exactly. There was a scandal revolving around it, but uh, it doesn't seem like Tepper's too much better. No. Nope. Um, and also, I'm going to give one to the Eagles. It's kind of baffling how bad they've been. Well, and the Jags, same thing. Free fall for both of them, and the Eagles squeak into the playoffs. The Jags miss it. So they're both too talented to be in trouble like they are right now. It's pretty amazing. Maybe the next year the Jags can turn the page. I hate it for my, well, my one friend who's a Jags fan, Chris Kane. Um, I was also going to mention the... Trying to think what else. There was something else from the NFL. Oh, the uh, defensive lineman that used to play for the Commanders, now for the Bears, Montez Sweat. First player to ever lead two teams in sacks in the same season. Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. a good stat. Yeah. That's obscure. Six and a half and six. Interesting. I guess I'm out. Uh, coaching, obviously, situation up in the air with the Patriots. Bill Belichick shedding a lot of light on it when asked about it after the game yesterday. As far as the future goes, I'll sit down with Robert, as I do every year at some point at the end of the season, and you know we'll talk about things, as we always do. I'm sure that'll happen. Um, but that's really about all I have to say about that right now, because there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. yeah, well, there's a lot more to talk about, but you're not going to do it, and that's okay. You don't have to, because you're Bill Belichick. The Jets beat the Patriots, by the way, yesterday, 17-3 to in a snowstorm. Did you see the quote? I think it was a real quote. It was... Um, Oh, it was uh, former Cowboy running back that's now with with the Patriots. Zeke. Zeke. He said, I always thought it'd be cool to play in a snow game, and now that I did it, it kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I loved playing in the snow, but it only happened a couple of times growing up. It was fun, but that was a wild one, though. It was really crazy snowy. All right, entertainment birthdays. We'll talk to Zach from Oakland. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks.